Hello, everybody. I'm Paul. I'm what? And this is a father-son 49ers talk. And we just want to get together, and we're sitting here waiting for the 49ers to start their first preseason game. It's here in a couple hours. The Browns are getting ready to start. And we want to get a couple preseason questions or preseason predictions in before we see the 49ers to take a single snap. Isn't that right, Wyatt? Yeah. So we were sitting there, and Wyatt was talking to me about the 49ers, and he had a couple questions he wanted to ask me. He actually kind of came up with this idea. He just said, hey, Dad, before you see anything, before you see a single snap from the 49ers, and then he threw out a question, and I told him, you know what, Wyatt? Stop right there. Let's put this on our podcast and make this one of our episodes. So right here is we have five questions apiece. The last question is the same question for both of us. And we're going to go through these questions together. And we're going to put these predictions on an official podcast so that we can come back and see how much of a homer we were for the San Francisco 49ers. So I'm going to start off with our first question, Wyatt. So Wyatt, I know that when we were talking in our last podcast and just over the last few months as we talked, I know the the Jarek McKinnon contract is, while you believe in the 49ers, you think he's going to be productive, you feel that maybe we overpaid for him just a little bit. The last year... Carlos Hyde had 59 receptions, and we replaced Carlos Hyde. Obviously, we let him go. We tried and signed Jarek McKinnon. Now, we looked it up, and Le'Veon Bell had 53 receptions. So my question for you is this. Over or under, Jarek McKinnon catches 55 passes this year. I'm going to have to go with, just out of pure, Jarek McKinnon is a catching back. So is Le'Veon Bell, but... I don't know. I say over. I don't say much over. I'm thinking 60, 65, somewhere in there. 60, 65 catches? Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good projection. Probably. I want to say that he's going to be in the 60s for sure, at least the 60s. I think that anything kind of under that would be a little bit of a disappointment for all the high. Okay, go ahead and ask me your first question. So it's not really Jimmy Garoppolo's rookie year. But, I mean, it's his first year where he's actually going to be a starting QB throughout the whole year. So, is Jimmy Garoppolo going to make it to the Pro Bowl or even be in the question for Pro Bowl? Well, I'll just take it all the way to the right. And I 100% believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to make it to the Pro Bowl this year. Now, if there's any player other than Jerick McKinnon, because I'm a huge Jerick McKinnon fan, so if, there are, if there's anybody that is 100% in on Jimmy Garoppolo, it's me. I, I 100% believe that he is going to have a breakout season this year, and I think he establishes himself as that franchise-level QB, and I believe that he will be in that conversation for the Pro Bowl this year. I have to agree with you there. Okay, so my second question for you, Wyatt. Will Jimmy Garoppolo throw more than 15 interceptions? I say he throws less. He's definitely not going to throw 15 interceptions, in my opinion. I say he throws more around the 10 range. You think he throws around the 10 range? I truly believe he's not going to be a huge interception quarterback. Yeah, well, I think it was locked on 49ers where PFF came in and they went over Jimmy Garoppolo's interceptions because he did have quite a few interceptions last year in just those five games. Yes. But they said that he had a really low rating on interception-worthy passes. But while he had several interceptions, more than you might expect in a five-game period, Mm -hmm. the interception-worthy throws were actually not very high, which meant that that they can kind of project out to the fact that he may not have that many interceptions. Now, I personally think that he's going to have a lot of interceptions. I think he's going to go over that 15. He's a gunslinger. He has that gunslinger. He believes in his arm. 
And I think you're going to take a little bit of that with them. Now that happened to Andrew Luck too. Andrew Luck was, he threw, you know, what is it? Well over 20, it was over 20 interceptions. I believe it was his rookie year. And he, he has that kind of feeling to him, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think that as he progresses, he'll kind of curtail those down. But I do believe he's probably going to go over the 15. So I like that. So you think under, I think. Okay, go ahead. Ask me your second so, question. My second question is, will Jerick McKinnon be that workhorse back and have a 1,000-plus yard season? So will he have a 1,000-plus yards? And are you talking rushing yards? Yeah, rushing yards. Rushing yards. Okay, I don't think that Jerick McKinnon reaches a 1,000 rushing yards, but I do believe that he reaches over a 1,000 all-purpose yards. I, I do think he's going to be a workhorse back when you combine his rushing and receiving yards, he's going to be well over a thousand. He'll probably get close to a thousand rushing yards, and he could potentially bust over that that scenario. But I, I do think that Jerick McKinnon's contract, he's going to fulfill the expectations within Kyle Shanahan's offense. But I believe that Jerick McKinnon is expected to be that dual threat, but where he can gouge you for a hundred receiving yards and a hundred rushing yards. Now, will he get a hundred receiving yards in, in every game? No, but. He should be that all-purpose type back who could potentially have that threat where he can actually run receiver routes, not just a... Your ideal running back's routes. Okay, so go ahead with your third question, Wyatt. Or, no, I'm sorry, I'm going to give you... Yeah, so I'm up now, right? So I'm going to give you your third question, which is, who has the most receiving yards, Pierre Garçon or Marquise Goodwin? Mm, I'm going to have to go with Marquise Goodwin. Not for sure a lot of people are going to agree with me on this. But the reason I say this is you were just talking about how Jimmy Garoppolo has that gunslinger in him, which is right. And Marquise Goodwin is that high-speed, high-velocity wide receiver. With I think those two with that gunslinger, Marquise Goodwin gets ahead of the guy. I think Garoppolo sees that and uses that gunslinger and just launches it to him. Does deep passes, just... Marquise Goodwin is faster than Garcon, so I have to go with Goodwin. Now, isn't that the question? Don't they say that Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't proven himself as a deep pass thrower? Yeah. Yeah. So you think that he's going to become that deep pass thrower? Correct. You do. Okay. When I say gunslinger, I don't necessarily mean that he's throwing for 120 yards a pass. <laughs> yeah, 120 no. yards of pass. Yeah, 120 yards of pass. No, uh, so I'm not saying that he's throwing way downfield, which I do think that he will, and I think that he'll get those deep ball throws under control eventually. I don't know if that's this year or not, but I think that he's going to trust his arm and throw into tight windows. We saw him do that several times last year, mm-hmm. and those plays lead to amazing, kind of magical moments that are very few quarterbacks could recreate. But when you're throwing into tight windows like that, you have a very small margin of error. And occasionally, I think he's going to miss that. And there's going to, the other team, the other team's defense gets paid as well, right? Mm-hmm. They make plays. There's talent there as well. So I think that they're going to have those as well. So it's awesome. You think that Marquise Goodwin is going to have more yards than Pierre Garçon. And it really is pretty interesting because, like you said, we've read and heard through several reports that Marquise Goodwin really has that connection with Jimmy G and Pierre Garçon just really hasn't built that up yet. He wasn't there last year. He came into training camp a little late. And Marquise Goodwin has had that that ability to build that rapport with him. We'll see what happens. Oh, okay, you're going to go with Marquise Goodwin. Yes. For the record, I think I'm kind of leaning Pierre Garçon. I want Marquise Goodwin to be the guy, but I'm kind of leaning Pierre Garçon. Okay, go ahead and ask me. Okay. Will George Kittle become the red zone target the 49ers need? And if he does, how many touchdowns will he have? 
I do believe that George Kittle will become a red zone target. Now, he didn't have that many red zone targets last year, and he only had two touchdowns. He had under 20. I think it was like 19 red zone targets he had last year. But I think that he's going to. He's he's 6'5", or 6'4". He's 6'4". He gained some weight this year. He's got bigger. Hopefully, he's healthier. And he's that big body type person that we want and that you can have that tight end type, that Gronkowski type body and frame that he hopefully grows into. And if I think that it's not going to be an amazing year, but I think he makes a jump from two touchdowns to I think that he's going to get six. I think it's that, that six range right there is what we're looking at for him. And then he's going to continue to grow from there. So I really think that Kittle is going to become that red zone threat that we lean on. My opinion on this is I'm not quite for sure because Shanahan's offense is smaller, quick, getting open receivers. He's not into a bunch of big guys. Is he that way in the red zone? Is it going to be those that good one? Is good one going to be a red zone threat? Dante Pettis. Pettis, good one. I think he's. I think he's. In, they're going to take away touchdowns from Kittle. Yeah, you think so? Or I can Kittle. see Pettis definitely getting. Getting a lot of red zone See, targets. I believe in Goodwin more than I do Garcon. Garcon, yeah. Okay. Now my fourth question for you is: Will the 49ers make the playoffs this year? Actually, let me ask. Let me ask. Let me switch the fourth and fifth question. I'm going to ask the fifth question first. Will the 49ers finish first, second, third, or fourth in the division? I I have to go with second. Second. I, I have a solid feeling that they're going to end up second in the division. I, I want to say first, but at the same time, I'm not for sure. Yeah, and uh, the Browns game is in the background Saquon right there. And he just busted off his first carry. That looked like a 30-yard run. We have it on on the silent right now, but we got it on the background. And there, there it goes. Fantasy football, Saquon Barkley. All those those truthers saying, hey, he was worth that second overall pick. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. But, but is he worth in an auction draft 60 60- Around $65 in a $200 league, what he's going for? Well, that depends on your draft strategies, right? Yeah. Okay, so what what did you think that, what do you think the actual final placement will be for the four teams in our division? Rams, in the, in 49ers, I don't know about the rest. The Rams, 49ers? Rams, then the Niners, and three and four. And the Seahawks and Cardinals, you're not sure? It's a fight. I don't know. I don't really believe in either one of them. Okay. okay. I, I believe in maybe... Well, if I had to go out on a limb and make a decision, I'm going to put Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals. Yeah, I'm the same way, and that was my fourth question as well. I believe that we're going to come in second. I think the Rams are going to take it, and then I believe that we're going to come in second with the Seahawks and then the Cardinals is going to be the final placement. Okay, so your final question, which is, will the 49ers make the playoff? I want to say yes with the wildcard spot, but I don't I'm not for sure I feel like I guess I don't know they have a chance to they have they have the ability to but I'm not for sure if it, if they're gonna make the playoffs I believe in them I want to say they're going to but I could see them not making the playoffs the line needs to work the defense needs a little bit of work I want to say yes but at the same time I want to say no so I'm gonna go out on the limb and say yes Okay, you're going to say yes, and I think that you're right. The truth is, is that with the 49ers, we have a lot of unknowns. We have McKinnon. What is he really going to provide for us? Is he going to be 
that really number one running back that that gives us that flexibility to run and pass all at the same time with one person is our line going to work out you know like i said we have three of the five linemen are starting our brand new linemen that just came this year we really don't know how they're going to mesh together when we get them in there we have jimmy garoppolo you know everybody says well they have film on them now i don't believe in that you know people quarterbacks that know how to stand in the pocket and evaluate defenses and throw balls into tight windows. That's not really a film thing. You can't film them out of it. That is a quarterback playing quarterback. There's a lot of film on Aaron Rodgers. You still can't stop him from playing quarterback. And I believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is that kind of person. Now there's a difference with like people who running quarterbacks that can't evaluate defenses aren't able to go to their second, third, and fourth reads. You know, so but is Jimmy Garoppolo really gonna come out? Is he gonna put that now not just offense but defense? You know, we have a lot of questions on defense. Our pass rush, is our pass rush going to be effective? Is it not going to be effective? Is is um, our secondary, you know, is Richard Sherman going to work out? Is Akilah Witherspoon going to work out? I say is, I say Sherman's more questionable than Witherspoon myself. Well, Just for out of injury concern, I say Witherspoon is going to be a solid, he's going to be a solid DB in the NFL. He's going to be one of those top guys in a couple years. But Sherman's getting to the end of his... He's getting older. He's been getting hurt in the past years. Is he going to be able to stay healthy? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that you're 100% right. There's more questions. You go into the secondary, and then will Ruben Foster stay healthy? There's a lot of questions with the Niners. So to say that we're 100% going to make the playoffs is, I think, a little bit hard to project. I think that we do. I think that it's we're definitely on that bubble, and it really depends on there's always a few games that are close, and either teams win them or don't win them. Can we pull up in the tight situations? Yep. Are we going to win those those close games, or are we going to lose those close games? And I think that's going to determine whether or not we have that wild card slot or not. So go ahead, Wyatt. You had a question for me, I believe. Oh, yeah. Will the 49ers as a team get more than 30 sacks? Which is the number they had last year. Well, they get more than 30 sacks. The 30 sacks they had last year. Yeah, so obviously a big point within this offseason was that we did not get a pass rusher. We didn't go out and pick up that guy that we think is going to be our pass rusher. Now, we did pick up some guys. We, uh, mainly, we picked up Jeremiah Atachu. Atachu. I always mispronounce his name. And he, he came from the Chargers. He was supposedly, he was a pretty highly touted draft pick, and he, he kind of fell in the depth chart there. They have a couple really good pass rushers over with the Chargers. And last year, we, we also got Cassius Marsh. So we have those two guys who are going to come in. But then also DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner last year had a lot of pressures. He had a lot of pressures, and he just barely missed a lot of sacks by a split second last year. So hopefully we can get, and he was facing double teams. If we can get a little bit more pressure. Can we get um, some other people to put pressure in and make it not just him, right. but more people to pressure in. Mm-hmm. And then, so they can't just sit there and double team him. No worries. Yeah. Have more people that actually make you question. Well, we need to cover these guys, these guys, not just him. Yep. And then you have Solomon Thomas as well. And I really believe, I know in-house they say that they believe in these guys. And I think that we are going to get over that 30, that 30 sacks threshold. Now, that's simply based off of, I really do think that DeForest Buckner, I think he's an elite talent. I believe he's an elite talent. And I, I believe that he's going to get more sacks combined with Cassius Marsh and Atashu, Atauchu going through and getting 
those pressures and sacks, I think that we're going to reach over that 30 sack total as a team. I don't know that we have a true pass rush specialist on the team itself that somebody's going to break out, but I think that as a team, we come together as a unit and achieve those sacks that we were looking for. But yeah, I mean, so those are our preseason predictions as we go through. And I know there's a lot of, there's a lot more things we could be asking each other and going through, but we're going to go over as far as our record and what what we think we're going to do as far as what games we're going to win, what games we're not going to win in another episode going on with week one with the Vikings and then on from there. I don't really believe in projections for the entire season before the season starts. I really before think you see anything. Right, because you don't really know who's going to be good, who's not going to be good. Especially with this year, there's a lot of quarterback movement and there was a lot of contracts and stuff like that that were new. And when we go through, I think that after the first four games, we'll kind of do it broke up. What do we think our record for the first four games will be? And then we'll give a full season projection from there. But after that, after the first four games, we will give a actual projection that we think we're going to end at the end after we're able to view the entire league as a whole through a quarter of the season and then look at our schedule to see who we're facing. So we'll give a preseason projection for the entire season. Then after the four games, we'll give a amended version of our projections for the 49ers yep okay thank you everybody for listening to father son 49ers podcast i hope you guys all enjoy the upcoming game in the preseason and we will see you again in our next episode